Hey guys, Chris from CCA here. We started this podcast a little more than a year ago, and it's been quite the ride with you as a listener. But have you ever thought about creating a podcast for yourself? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it's been super easy and painless to bring you fresh content almost every single week. And we've got so much more to come, too. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Welcome in. Thank you so much for joining us on the CCA California podcast. Good to be with you another week. So grateful for it, to have you another week. My name is Chris alongside Darren. Darren, what's up, man? How are you? I'm sad, actually. Sad. <sighs> yeah. Just going to do it right there. Huh? Uh, rip right rip the, the bandaid off. Rip the bandaid off. My goodness. I was trying to be light and head and then you just got to rip the bandaid off, man. We're, we're, we're losing the buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, well, that's like really sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would think he's dead or something. Feelings and feelings, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, guys, before we get into it, make sure to go follow us on Instagram at CCA California. Make sure to go to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And without further ado, the big news of the week, of the day, of the century, Kevin Nakata. <laughs> You have some big news. I do. I'm going to let you break it rather than us sob over here. Oh, <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm here and I'm in the middle of uh, getting things set up so that I can travel across the country, literally driving from here, California, all the way to Orlando, Florida for ICAST. But I might be staying there for a while is my the real sad news of that whole wow. journey. So you didn't tell us that. Yeah. Well, it won't just be the travel. I have to. I, you'll see. You'll, we'll talk about it some more in a few little bit. But so, first off, I know what that drives like. <laughs> first hand. Well, how recent was that trip though? And where did you go? That was in August. And where where did you go? So in August. So backstory: my mother does not fly, mm. and we actually went on a family cruise out of Miami. So. My wonderful family nominated me to drive her from San Diego, California, all the way down to Miami and back. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. so how many days? Oh, uh, you know, we were we were cruising along. I think we made it there in like 4 days. Okay, that's see that's why that's not that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I figured. But what I was what I was going to say is that drive actually is phenomenal. Really across the yeah across the U.S. going through Texas, Texas is one of my favorite places. Um, definitely, let's get something straight though. It's phenomenal once you get past New Mexico. Well, I I'm actually <laughs> you know, gonna I'm you gonna, know what I mean. So let me let me break down the trip. The first, should I break down the trip or why I'm going? 
Let's go why you're going, and then we'll break down the trip. Okay. So give a little background story for new listeners. Uh, if you haven't listened to the podcast, you should go back to probably episode one. Yeah, the very beginning. Over. <laughs> <laughs> and start go over. All the way through. And then understand what's going on. Um, I started a company called Fishing Reps. And Fishing Reps is a wholesale to um, – it's a B2B. It's a brand to wholesale business. So we make money off of transactions, off of purchases made um, from the, the stores, the fishing stores, to the brand, the fishing brands like Warbaits, like uh, Taipan Rods, Submission Fishing Company, um, Kicker Jigs. We have many, Lateral Vision, Baits Reels, Joe Bags Lures, and Service Sunscreen. Um, so what people can do with my business is as stores, they can go ahead and buy um, or actually place orders through an e-commerce platform, which is very unique for the fishing industry as a, as a rep group to have that. It's very unique. No one's, no one's got that. So um, it's been going so well. And I brought on so many, I brought on five reps and they're all across the country, but the rep here, Shannon Gallagher, he's killing it. Um, you know, I set up this area quite a bit and then you know, obviously I needed to expand and let him take over and he took it on and has been absolutely just expanded this market. And we've, we've really gotten to the point where I cannot really facilitate any more, more growth here. So, um, the business has been going very well. It's, uh, very self-sustaining, uh, I don't really need to have my full control on the little things anymore. Uh, but what I do see a lack of in my uh, business right now is expansion into places like Florida, like Texas. And so I need to get there quick. So um, we've pretty much got every single Southern California store in, in the fishing industry. Uh, we're in there at some capacity and we don't, need me here like i just it's it's i'm just uh basically uh i've maxed out this and oversaturated our ability to work or for my ability to work here and shannon's got it you know so um what my plan is now is uh, as a ceo i have to basically show face now and so if you don't know, uh, if listeners don't know, there's a trade show that happens every year for the fishing industry. It's called ICAST. It is where brands go to release new product to become, uh, to increase their uh, marketing value, uh, to show face in the industry. And it's it's all industry led. Um, there's no retail purchases. It's, it's all business. And so um, I will be going, I will be driving there instead of flying. And I was going to fly, but I've decided that as I go along this journey, like you said, from California through Texas and into Florida, I'm going to set up accounts. So I'll meet people, important uh, individuals. They're all important, but I'll meet some people that we've been talking to for stores and then I'll bring them in and I'll start seeing some people over there. And obviously I'm going to fish. So um, that is, I need to do this trip. And it, it, it was a long decision. I've been thinking about this. I was thinking, I was thinking about next year in 2024 versus 2023. And then, um, you know, I found a girl and she was crazy enough to do this with me. And I was like, let's just go. So what has it been? Um, four months, you and I had this discussion on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, and it was, I was trying to tell him just wait a year. <laughs> things going here. Wait, you wait selfish here. bastard. Well, no, it's not that. I'm just, I was thinking, I, I had no idea that it was going to, your business here in California was going to grow as fast as it did. And, a year. It, and it has. A year. Uh, not even a year. Yeah. Not, 
since really last year, I would say probably May is when I settled in on doing something like I've done. But October of last year is when I started to really elevate the yep. business. Yep. And then we're here in May. And like I said, I just, I can't do any more here. Real, I can, but it's just not as valued. Well, you have the people in the right places now to yes. keep that going here and, and build it. Right, right. And and, I, and it's feeling good. Like, I feel like it's it's maintaining itself, but I'm just losing a lot of opportunity. That's all. You know, I, I can create more demand. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I want to fish Florida real bad. I fished it a few times in my life, but like. That's the real reason. Yeah. You're going to go hang with the manatees? <laughs> um, <laughs> there's so many jokes that go along with that, but this isn't, this we isn't Dobby Talk, so we have to wait on that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm going to leave on the 25th, which is next week on Sunday. Did you wow. know that? <laughs> you do now. You do now. <laughs> so by the time that this podcast airs, I will already have started the. You'll you be gone. You'll yeah. be. You'll have been through three states probably. <laughs> really? Yeah. When, when is this going to get aired? Uh, probably next week. Okay, good. So I won't be. It won't be through any. You'll be on your yet. way. I'll be on my way. Yeah. yeah. So okay. But yeah. I am going to film it. I am going to post. It's going to be on fishing reps on Instagram, probably YouTube. Um, depends on how busy I am, but I don't think I'll have a problem posting on YouTube, which is part of the goal. Um, and obviously you guys are going to hear from me, right? So yeah. is there plans? Well, to- you better call in while you're okay. on the road. Call-ins? Yeah. Okay. Call-ins and like what, 15 minute like updates? Whatever. Yeah. Let the flow. Okay. Yeah. You know, so Kevin, you, you told me on Tuesday, um, of this week, which thanks for that because <laughs> like five other people knew <laughs> Other than me. <laughs> Clearly, you knew for four months, so screw you. Ooh, but, well, dang. I, told, I told you to put in one ear, not the other. He's, yeah. You know what right. it is? You have baby, baby. on the yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Baby's um, on the way. Right. His friends aren't as important as his family. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about it the last couple of days, and, you know, I think, you know, I, I, I can't really. I can't really be sad about it because I know you're super stoked about it. I'm stoked for you. It's um, it, it's a golden opportunity too, and just really, I've been fortunate enough, like you, like I said, where I made that drive and yeah, last year, and it was phenomenal. By the way, in Texas, you have to promise every single opportunity you get, you got to go to Bucky's. Yes, you do. Bucky's, yeah. Yep. Uh, You've never. I've been to Bucky's. Okay, good. I've been to a, Buc- a where was I in near Buck? I, I was going to Lake Fork, and so they have a really big one. I don't even remember. Where. I think that's the biggest one. Is it? I think it is. I it, could be wrong. A gi- it was giant, and yeah. they're all giant. But have, like, have you been to Bucky's? One, one, not a big one. Okay, Bucky's is a gas station. Like, a, it's it's more of a. a I call destination. It, I call it the Costco version of a Seven Eleven. Oh wow, <laughs> that's a good that's way of putting it. Very good. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's got everything. It's got obviously gas, but also it's got food. I mean, I'll go souvenirs. Souvenirs. I mean, it's got a tackle store too. Beef jerky. Does it have a tackle store? Yeah, you can actually get gear. Actually, that could be one of your stops. Mm-hmm. You know what? Though? Mm-hmm. Hold, hold on. I just thought of something. We. This needs to be discussed. Discuss it. Is it is it behind closed doors discussion? No, no. At the end of last year, we all came up with a wager. Yes. Oh. And we've never I've never committed on this in my fault. And, and, and now <laughs> and now you're forfeiting. Well that means you have to pay up. 
Well, I'm going to go back and listen to see what it was. He was put. It was a bunch of like. I told you guys five hundred dollars <laughs> worth of merchandise. Yeah, I that can do that. Right. We can do some Bates reels. How about that? Mm. Okay. I don't want to do that to you. Why not? <laughs> I'm committing to it. I know you are, and I know we'll you. you we'll I we'll you get would. you guys outfitted the correct way. Oh, as my send off. Okay. <laughs> Chris is doing the right thing. Going that yes, works. that's good. Just accept it. Just, Just accept, accept it. it. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't. Well, uh, it's you know you guys are my you know literally my better friends out there. I wouldn't say best yet. You know you guys have to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you came to my wedding. I did. I Oh, we Actually, brought the that party. Was, that was a great night. Yeah. Yeah, both of you were. Yeah, oh, we were both there. Yeah. That was a great we time. We both made mistakes and we both didn't. And so. Surpri- <laughs> <laughs> didn't, so, didn't. Surprisingly, out of everyone who went, I was expecting you two to misbehave the most, but that wasn't the case. What are you talking about? Wow. Just. You, we didn't? <laughs> Shade's been thrown. Well, you weren't watching enough. Let's just say that. <laughs> A little occupied that night. Yes, <laughs> we were definitely misbehaving from the literally when Wayne walked through the doors, <laughs> everything went to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Darren and I know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I I have to mimic that, Kevin. I mean, I think just as a close friend and all that stuff, it's. It's really sad to see you go for a year, and hopefully, I mean, this is just a farewell and not a goodbye. I'll be. Whatnot. I'm thinking I'll be back this winter. If things go really well, I may not be back for a while, but we'll see. Um, Are you giving yourself a timeline to get people in place? No, um, it's going to probably happen towards iCast because we have a new product we're releasing with Bates, and so the company Bates Fishing Company is they make reels and they make an all CNC machine aluminum frame. And that's very interesting right now to a lot of the retail customers lot, out there. A, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people. They um, want it. Are have you, you, does oh, that ahead. mean you're not going to have a booth this year at iCast? We will. I will be in a booth, 1448. Okay. Yeah, I will be there. But you're not going to have your own booth. Uh, there's no reason quite yet. It's hard to really do that because... The people you rep are already going to be there. You need. Right? I need to set up accounts for the brand that's going to be there. So if I'm not in the booth and they're sending – I would have to be right next to him, which could be an idea. But mm-hmm. um, So whose booth are you in? I'm going to be in Bates' booth, yeah, awesome. Bates Fishing Company, Perfect. 1448. So if you guys want reels, if anyone's out there listening, which I will we'll be pushing this you know, podcast on on my Instagram. So if you are listening and you want to be carrying reels, we will have them there to, for you to set up. So um, – I do think that there's a time in the fishing reps life that there will be a reason to be at ICAST, but that's, we're very young still to this industry and people are not sure how we we work. And so the story has to kind of gain traction through great brands that we, you know, facilitate business through. So, um, like one of the reasons why I say that is you you can look at Pacific coast sport fishing this year. When we were there, we had all the brands that we repped right in line, right? I was running around. How many times was I actually be would I be able to sit down with someone, you know? So that has to change at some point where other people have to kind of miss, like Shannon or, or Lane were there and they both did great. But 
Um, you know, I need to gain focus as the leader of the company to be able to sit down with people and negotiate things that we need to do or bring people in or educate them, whatever it might be. So probably Pacific Coast, I'll have a booth, um, but not ICAST this year. And it's very uh, like when you go to ICAST, you have to fully commit to um, knowing how to work ICAST as the brand. So it's very right. expensive. It's a very expensive place to go. It's no, and it's it's uh, worth it typically. But if I can, essentially, you know, if we can go there and we can set up accounts, just like we would if we had our own booth, but we were there representing the brand, and we can get it quickly into people's faces, and we can explain to them the process and make it very quick and painless. That would impress people more than just like setting up our own place and then sending us over, right? Sending sending them over. Um, if we can make and, and we can set up accounts. So fishingreps.com is the e-commerce platform. We can set up accounts in less than two to three minutes. Nice. But the brand, the stores have to commit to sending paperwork. That's the only hiccup. So we so can basically it's the, it, however long it takes for the stores to get your paperwork. You can have it set up. I can. Yeah. I mean, it's on them. If they want to do it, if they have it on hand, I could set them up in, in two to three minutes. Nice. And they can start ordering. So let me ask you this. In terms of your business model, um, obviously you have brands here in Southern California mm-hmm. and that work very well in Southern California. For instance, Jigs, like Submission and all that. Are you, is your capability or, or do you have the capability to bring a lot of that stuff to, say, Florida? Yes. So for them to basically try out on their species mm-hmm. and vice versa? That's what the plan or, is. Okay. So basically, and there's also local brands, I'll call them local in Florida and Texas, they may not have made their way out west yet. Yes. So you have one already on your, don't you? Which one? You have a, a jig company, don't you? Warbaits? No. Which? Oh, it's Joe Bags? Yeah. Joe Bags is East Coast. So he's right. up way up north. So you're right, right um, about what you're saying. Um, it's exposure and the ability for you. So our job has really been about taking these really unknown, well, not unknown, but low unknown to us out here, maybe. Right. Or, um, I call them local. Yeah. Local brands. Yeah. But I call them boutiques. Yeah. So that, we have boutique one. brands and we're in a growth pattern that matches what brands we have on. So we want to grow with them because we have the capability of growing, but we have a certain pace that needs to be matched. So I can't, I, I could bring on, I, I have the, we have a very good platform. It is extremely good. It, it's just so you understand like what, what I'm kind of bringing to the table with these companies is fully, fully automated business with them not having to do anything except for take on orders and ship them. Okay. We do everything else. I do all the, for myself, I'm the one that puts all the product, lists all the product up. I create, I've created the website. It's all me. Um, You know, I've created a streamlined platform for people to receive orders without having to deal with multiple emails. They just get one. So, and it comes right away and it's on the the stores to basically pay the bill after they receive the product, the brands bill them. Um, But it is very turnkey. I do not need to, um, we don't need to have five conversations just to bring in one order, right? Which is what makes us different. You know, it's it should be the way business is done, but it, it's we're we're in the fishing industry. It's very 
old school and it's lacked the connection from, you know, people that do B2B e-commerce to what we do as wholesale. So that's why I thought there was a big void and I created what I did. Um, where the hell was I going with that? <laughs> <laughs> Bringing brands across, oh, across the yeah. nation. Okay. So the goal of doing all this, aside from um, making it easy for people to order product is to allow us to be the the spokespeople, the sales, the the best sellers, the best salesmen of the products that we represent, right? So if I can teach people about baits, I can teach people about Joe Bags, I can teach people about war baits, right? That's, and taipan rods, right? That's just the there's four right there. If we can teach people and illustrate what the the potential is for these brands to be in their backyard fishing then I, I've gotten more people interested and I can commit to them, um, you know, an idea of this product existing in their local community, right? So it's not necessarily they have to do it, but I'm showing them that it can work. So with out here, Warbaits is really easy because most people are using it already. Um, but in the East Coast, in Florida, there's not many people that know about it. But once they know about it, it's going to probably end up being like it did here where people start using it, they start learning about it. And they want to buy it and that's when stores bring it in right so um i've told people on uh let's talk hookup i said to them essentially we are a marketing company but we make money off of the sales so we are that that is true that is what we are we we market um but we're making the money off the sales so it's one of the first times that i know of a company in the fishing industry that's connected sales to marketing that's not very common. So I can tell people when we're going to actually sell it by the marketing campaigns that we do. That's awesome. So it's, it's, it's very powerful. And, um, that's why, like when you see us on Instagram, we're very genuine about what we post because we don't want to be this, like, we don't want to be fake. We use it. Right. I saw one of my slogans at the beginning was we fish where we rep, you know? And so, People know that they can trust us with the knowledge of what we're providing as far as information to our customer clients, our retail clients. But the wholesale uh, customers are the ones that receive the benefit of it, right? Because they're making the money. Um, and we do too. But um, it's been interesting interesting to see how this is going down the path of like um, influencing. So, you know, social media is now really very powerful. We are, we are all seeing how it can create and destroy brands overnight overnight. Yes. Yeah. So it's a, uh, it's a place that that's going to change within the next year or two, because um, there's a lot of ingenuous promoting out there, disingenuous promoting. And that will start to show that will start declining people's interactions with um, that, with overselling and, and over promoting and things like that, that are definitely, really rampant right now on social media. So you'll start seeing people, I think, in my opinion, you'll start seeing people make better choices on who they follow, what they follow, who they support. So that's or, what we're focused on. Or who on. supports them. Correct. And and I don't sell, we don't buy anyone. We don't do anything. Like we're just putting out there what we use and it's that's all we do. Like we are not out there to be a giant brand or we're sorry. We want to be a giant brand, but we don't, we don't want to, sell ourselves we just we, we don't i don't feel like that's important we want to have the community back us up more than anything else and, so. and that's happening here in, in southern california with what 
the community the community is backing you on this. They're it's it's showing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they've definitely. I mean, look at, at, at PCS man. Everybody wanted that war bait rod. <laughs> yeah, and, you know? and it's taking and, and, off. You know. Yeah. So it's true. There's a lot of people that want to explore what we're doing. That we are being talked about. Like a few, quite a few stores. They've they've said to myself or Shannon. Um, they said, you know, when you post it, this moves, and and that is not common for any rep group to do that. Right. So um, we have influence. That is very important to me. So I want people to know that we're not faking it. We go and use this. You know, when I do have the opportunity to fish, I am always fishing what I rep. That is always what I'm doing. I'm not fishing something I don't rep. Right. So. Um, you know, like the one of the most recent campaigns we did was this rockfish stuff, which I think people kind of got bored of. But it's a great example of what we did. So Submission Fishing Company makes the, and we had uh, Mike Muto on this uh, podcast before. And uh, we talked about having a 400 to 600 gram jig. Well, we didn't want people to just see that as a big fish bluefin jig. So we wanted people to, to kind of understand that it was it has action to it. It has reasons for existing. It's not just a heavy thing to sink down. So we've been on a campaign as of April, you fishing it ourselves, yeah. going out there and catching giant rockfish on this. Right. So, um, we've been continually bringing this up and showing people like, okay, a 600 gram jig is not too big. People should be fishing this if they want to fish past 600 feet. This makes sense. Right. So, after a while, about three weeks after we've been winning tournaments and doing all sorts of stuff, people started to think about this and they started fishing. And now it's actually like producing sales numbers for us. That makes a difference. So, um, when you're doing the rockfish thing though, you actually had Simon involved too, right? From Taipan Rocks. Right. Yeah. That was another collaborative effort, yeah. right? He needed, we needed a rod to fish and I don't want to fish anything I don't rep. So Correct. I said, we need, we need, and he's been working on this since before this all went down since last year, like, September. Right. So he's been working with Mike, uh, Mike Muto from submission. And, um, it, uh, it's been awesome. The low pitch rod is great. It's a great rod. That's different than everyone else's because it's a West coast style. It actually has shut off. It actually has a, a, a um, a backbone to it. So you can lift heavy on big, heavy fish that fight hard. So, um, we've, we we're thinking about doing things differently and, and opening up the markets differently. And, um, you know, that is what's made us very special is we have this synergy within the brands because there's no competitive product. So everyone can play very well with each other. Yeah. And they're bounced. Everyone's using something, one thing, and then it's going to the other. And it's all part of the brand building that we're making an effort for. And potentially there's one, you know, being honest with people, there's like one detriment to that. And that is, you know, if something doesn't work out, we're going to lose part of the family. Right. And that's just part of the deal. You know, we have to make money. That is a part of our um, effort. But at some point, if something doesn't work out, it's going to feel really sad to be able to pull away from that, to pull people away from what we're doing and rotating into something else. But it's business. Um, I was just about to say, it's business, baby. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we, you know, everyone's doing a great job right now. So I wouldn't, uh, you know, I, I would say that, you know, I can see it when I see people posting, um, the Seaborn reels, like a salty or the Bates reels, like the goat, um, both of the same companies. But when they're posting about that, they have a war Bates Taipan rod 
and then they have, you know, a kicker, pickle, kick on a neck breaker. All that is all stuff we represent. Yeah. And it's all on one rod, and they are buying it like that. That is awesome. So we are definitely hitting the right note with a lot of these people out there, a lot of the supporters out there. And um, I think that's... that's. Is the Warbait's rod still available or not? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're going to... They're in stores if they're not bought. Like, they get bought very quickly on their drops. So they um, they're like... We're actually pretty competitive in that in that market right now. We're usually doing twelve unit orders within shops, which is pretty pretty good. I mean, it's not small, uh, it's not tiny, but we're having a lot of demand right now. So people are going and seeking these out and finding them, and then establishing their shops that they purchase these things from. Um, yeah, we're we're seeing a lot of people starting to become more aware of quality, which is where we wanted to be. You know, everything we carry is about quality. There's, you know, maybe a handful of things that are on the smaller side of price ranges, but the quality of everything we have is very exceptionally high. It's, it, you know, these reels are made from CNC bar stock aluminum. The rods are handmade in the USA and Yuma. Um, you know, war baits is an, an all American made product. Every one of these companies, Surface Sunscreen, you know, is made in the USA. It has very good, unique, um, you know, offerings like mineral zinc uh, spray. Like it's, these are all things that we focused on that we wanted to make sure there was uniqueness between all the brand synergy. It's they all are special. So to go back to the uh, the four hundred or fishing four hundred gram jigs on rockfish. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago, I know you went on that Islander trip. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you weren't there for some reason. I know. I'm not bitter about that at all, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, on that trip, I remember seeing in social media and, and other people that we, we all know, they were all fishing those submission jigs and all the big one for the rockfish and all that stuff. It was it was remarkable to see. Yeah. It was ridiculous how, how well that was getting bit. It did get bit very well, and... One of the really interesting reasons why it was working so well is because we weren't worried about our baits falling off. Mm-hmm. So we were going down 700 feet, right? 600, 500, whatever depth we were fishing, sort of all sorts of ranges. And you look down the rail and you would see people like watching their lines. And then they were wondering, you could tell they were wondering, was my bait still, is my bait still on there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do I have to reel up? Yeah. And you know, it's a long wind, long wind up to come up naked, you know? Yeah. So, um, I do not like that feeling. So that's when, one of the best things about fishing artificial. Yes. You do not, you will not need to question it. If oh. it gets bit, it gets bit. So, yep. yeah. and we were, it was, it was fun to watch, you know? And like you said, there was quite a few people on the boat fishing that we know, you know, and, and, uh, they are, I'm not sponsored by us. They just want, I brought a bunch of jigs for people to try and they rigged them up and they were big fans. So, um, yeah, it works. Yeah. Catching two at a time, you know, great things. When, um, you know, obviously you already have a pretty good catalog of, of brands that you rep and all that here on the West coast. Um, is there any thought or do you have any kind of policy on exclusivity or anything like that? Like, are you, able to rep multiple brand companies Mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, multiple rod companies or jig companies. I don't want to do it because we have a we have a very clued in um, strategy and I I explained all of it pretty much to everyone just now. But if I bring in a competitive brand, it affects how we combine things to help uh, accelerate sales with every every brand that we represent. So I I can't, I don't really want to do that. No, Mm -hmm. Um, 
Do you, and do you expect more collaborations in the future yes. and all that stuff between yeah. all your brands? Absolutely. And they're cool. going to get bigger and better because every, everyone's going to get bigger and everyone's going to make more money the way we're going with the way we do business. It be, and that's very true because we do business better than everyone for sure. Um, we just make it so easy. There's no, there's no reason why people wouldn't want to work with us because it is turnkey. They can do it on their own. The rep can do it for them. You know, they can see what the tracking that we provide. I mean, processing orders, there's so much to it that makes it so much different than every other, um, you know, manufacturers, reps or sales reps. We definitely have changed the way that this is done and it will be pretty hard for someone else to come through. I don't want to, you know, say that it's impossible, but it's definitely time consuming and it's, you have to baby it and you have to want it. Um, and, uh, we have our secrets. The reasons why we, you know, have benefited is we've kept a lot of what we, what I do. It's basically my, my knowledge has been kept myself and, um, I want to keep it that way because we are very, different from everyone else. We, I would count us as a disruptive technology. Really, I would in this industry. Sometimes that needs to happen. It, it does. It's been long overdue. So, um, you know, I, I don't think I want to have com competition between everyone that's in it right now. I, I kind of gave people an opportunity at the beginning to hop on board. I really did. I, I went to quite a few people and I said, this is going to happen. And if they believed in me, they did. And if they didn't, they're going to have to watch. Well, and that's where loyalty comes in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. And that's basically what you're what you're. That's what you're uh, you're showing here is, is loyalty because now you got all your brands together collaborating, and you're not going to bring on another rod company or another real company. No, because of the loyalty. Yeah, I, I would have to make a decision. Uh, you know, that would have to be a rotation rather than an, an um, exception. I do not feel like that is an honest way of doing business it just, just for the sake of making money. I've always, I've talked to um, my girlfriend about this actually quite a bit. So the, um, the reason why our business is going to really succeed is because we are very honest about what we say. We do not cross. Um, we don't, we don't have a reason to, to cross people. One um, of my, biggest proponents of my business was to help small business succeed. We don't work with chains. We can work with chains, but we don't right now. Um, we want the smaller shops to really help us grow and we want to want to help them grow. So our business facilitates more than just the sale of a, of a rod and a reel. We actually make people aware of their store. That's what is part of my business is to make people aware of what these stores are, where they are, how they can buy, when they can buy, what's delivered, all these other things. This is a constant flow of information. So because of that, I've gotten a lot of support back from the stores, the ones that get it, um, people that are sharing and, and basically making us part of their business, which is the, that is how it should be done. Um, so we have a store locator on our website where people can go find any particular brand that they want to purchase. We give them, they, they can find our dealer network in that. They can search war baits. They can search surface sunscreen. They can search anything they want, and they will find a store near them that will carry it. Hmm. That's on our website. So, nice. yeah, we've had, and they can find the hours that the store is open. They can have a. There's a emails typically if the if the brand offer or the store offers that they can get phone. They have phone numbers on there. Um, like I said, GPS mapping through Google Maps. So it's it's all built in. And with the market like it is today, with everything being online and direct to consumer and all that stuff through a click of a button, 
the tackle stores really need that. They they should do their own e-commerce, but it's very pricey because yeah. I've done it. I can I know what it takes. Yeah. So it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of dedication. Um, some and and if you think about stores, if you walk into a tackle shop, you just look around. You're like, wow, there's 50 brands in this store, mm-hmm. and each of these brands has probably 30 different products. You know, SKUs inside that store, and they're 12 deep. And they have to manage inventory. So e-commerce is a huge task to handle. It's not, some of these shops just don't have the ability to do that quite yet because they don't have manpower. So um, it is, it comes back around, like I said, to supporting stores. Um, We are here for it. You know, we we push people into in stores to buy. That is our job and uh, we do it very well. Um, But it's, it's different because, you know, people have gotten into the habit of ordering through Amazon or whatever, and they do not connect with the people behind the the counter and they're missing out because, you know, as an angler, I used to go into Bob's tackle bait and tackle in, in Claremont on convoy as a kid. I was like 10 years old walking into these places when swim bait fishing was just starting. Mm-hmm. And you just go talk to people. Bird was working there. He was a really cool guy. It was like, he was a mentor and, um, and we would just talk for, I would be there for hours. I wanted a job there. Like I, I was building a website for them secretly on the back end in high school when I had like a, a web design class just for like a two week thing. I just, I literally was just like, I'm going to build something for them. And I never, it, it wasn't good, but you know, it was, it was interesting. Yeah. So um, we've lost the community has lost the connection to their local stores. They really have. It's it's coming back in a big way, but they need to gravitate to knowing the people that are behind the counter. They need to know how their input affects their fishing, right, and how to make them better anglers. So um, I see that a lot happening right now. You see, like, these posts coming up where people are, you know, posting with the guys behind the counter, like, this guy helped me out, right? Mm-hmm. I know the manager, right, or whatever, right? And and so people are getting to the point where they're making bigger decisions based on the personalities and the service they're receiving inside of stores, which is good. We want that yeah. to happen. Yeah, You were talking earlier about you guys, you fish what you rep, the uh, the video that that's up on YouTube of Lane catching those two giant calicos. Oh, <laughs> local, local, yeah, local, local, local. He's a beast. <laughs> yeah, he sent me. I called. He told me he was going fishing. Um, the that when he was driving down to the harbor, and he's with his dad. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So shout out to Matt. He's out there. Um, we were we were listening, and it was just. I I knew something was going to happen. I felt it. So he didn't call me back the next morning. I was like, ooh, he either did really bad or he did something really crazy. (laughs) (laughs) He's not wanting to tell anybody until the video comes out. (laughs) Yes. And then I called him and I was like, you know, what's up? And he sent me pictures and I was like, oh, wow. 9.5 and an 8.5. I was like, dude, that's... They look sick. huge. They oh, were he, fat. And he he's very honest about his weights because he's on the boat, so he'll go under. But that nine point five might have he's probably he probably regrets having, you know, not weighted on solid ground. But it's the it was the right decision. Right. He saved that fish. So yeah. crazy though. Well, before we wrap up the CCA portion of the podcast. It's already been 45 minutes? Yeah, close to it. Oh my god, I talk too much. I <laughs> <laughs> <You> think. <laughs> Um, I didn't even tell anyone about the trip. Oh, we're going to do that in Doc Talk. Okay. Yeah. 
when it comes to CCA um, in your future and all that stuff, where do you see it going? Are you going to stick around CCA California? You want to get intro to another uh, local chapter or whatnot? I want to see all the chapters along in the entire U.S. That is my goal. I would like to see how they're run. I want to learn and I want to take that back. I do think California needs the most help. Um I actually, who did I talk to the other day? I talked to someone who's seen the Florida, um, I don't know if it was Michelle Gandola. Some, someone was telling me about, um, I, it was actually Nico, Nico Fish. He's on Instagram. Nicholas was telling me um, at the San Diego chapter meeting on Tuesday. He goes, I've been in Florida CCA and I just, I know where, what it can do. I know that it can help significantly with, you know, communities and building up the fishing industry. And he wanted to help, but he's like, he explained that there was not, there was, he felt he had a need to be there. Right. He had a, a calling. And I felt that since I, you know, became a lifetime member with CCA in 2015. Is that right? 2015, I became a lifetime member. Yeah. Something like that. You did that I think I signed you up as a life member. It was at Del Mar. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyways, there is a huge surge of awareness going on in our community right now in, in support of CCA that is really helping everything going. It's going much better. Not to say that the fight's over, but far from it, far from it. But we are making, we're making waves over here. I've seen more fishermen be proud of being a fisherman and supporting CCA than I have since I've been a, a member, whether whether they're members or not, which if you aren't, you should definitely become a member. Um, whether they're members or not, I've seen more people aware of what CCA is and what we do. So um, I'm proud to stay. I'm a state board member. I might have to you know, back off of that for a while and learn about what the rest of the world's doing. Um, we'll see. But uh, my involvement will probably become a lot less over here for a while as I start to explore and learn more from the other chapters across the states. Um and uh, see what they're doing. But I know they're huge. You know, Texas is a big one. Louisiana is a big one. Florida is a giant one. So, yeah. Well, know. I know when you pass through Houston, you got to uh, stop at the uh, HQ there. I will. I, I, be, a little tour. I need an intro. Yeah. So that's, that's no problem. I know. And you, no problem. you need to call in from there. Really? Yeah, if that'd we be could, cool. If we that could would time, be cool. If we could time it right. Yeah, that would be awesome. Houston is my last stop in Texas before I go through into Louisiana. So that would actually work pretty well. That works. Okay. That works. Well, Kevin, are you, uh, you had mentioned your YouTube page and all that stuff where you're kind of documenting along the way. Where else can we go and track your progress throughout the country? We're on everything except for um, Twitter, which I am going to think about Twitter now. <laughs> I am. I've been really seriously thinking about Twitter. I don't think it's the right place for a fishing page, but it, it could be very interesting. Um, we're on Facebook. It's very small. Instagram's where we really do a lot of our posts. YouTube's out there. We've done some collect collective um, uh, product education and some other things too, just like some adventure videos, but we'll grow on that. And then if you just Google fishing reps on Google, we come up. Uh, we are the sales representatives for every one of the brands that we we, we have in our network. So um if they type in war bait sales representative, they're going to find us. If they type in baits fishing company sales representative, they're going to find us. So we're out there to do business. We're making, we're making small business, big business. Very cool. Very awesome. Cool. Well, 
in all seriousness, good luck to you, man. Thank I, you. Uh, you got to uh, keep us posted and uh, call in every now and then. Oh, sure. we, I'm going to call in more than you want. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Guys, we're going to continue this conversation on the Doc Talk podcast. We're going to uh, not to, you know, try not to have it as a uh, sob story of a podcast. No. Nope. Um, all's good. All's good. Good for you, man. Super Thank you. stoked for you. Yeah. Guys, that is it. Going to be it. Make sure to uh, tune in at the, on the Doc Talk podcast for part two of this uh, podcast. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs>